this is Holly just popping in very quickly to let you know that Mary and I do speak a little bit about eating disorders in this episode. Um, so wanted to put a little intro in here just so that if that is something that affects you or triggers you or anything of that nature, know that we will briefly be talking about it um, and that you are more than welcome to skip over that part if it is something that triggers you. Um, and I hope that from my experience and talking about it, it will help provide you some healing if you are in that spot or a similar position. Loving and sending you so much light and thank you for listening. Welcome back to Get Fitty With It. I am Holly Stark. And I am Mary Sorensen. And we are so excited to have you guys here. It's another episode yes. just the two of us. Just the two of us. You, you and I. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so that's where we're at on the Sunday morning. <laughs> and um, I'm, I'm drinking coffee. I'm pretty sure Mary's drinking an energy drink. So I don't know what kind of level she's on, but. I'm drinking a Celsius. Um, sponsor me. Um, my coffee <laughs> We, I do like iced coffee. I literally told you I was going to get coffee before this you and did. we had no ice made. So I was like, turn the ice maker on and I'll have coffee after this. Disappointing. Caffeine addiction over here. So Mary, before we jump into what our episode today is about, um, how was your week? What happened? What's going on? How you feeling? Yeah. Um, this week was good. Uh, I'm like trying to remember what happened this week. Um, <laughs> so good. So good. Yeah. I severely lacked um, motivation. I feel like I say this every single time that it gets cold out and it wasn't even like that cold, but it was still like cold it's enough windy here. This week. Yeah. It was like 55 and like windy and like, there was just like a chill in the air. I don't know, but I still like got things done. Like I tried to like really put that because I use it as an excuse so much. And like, like I said, at the beginning of the year, one of my objectives objectives is to like walk my dogs more because mm -hmm. it's not fair to them that like I'm like I'm chilly and then I don't take them yeah so like I made it like a point to take them on walks um I really had to push myself to like get on my bike at home I did an outdoor bike ride and I was freezing so yeah I went to Starbucks and I was freezing but I took your idea and I brought like shaker cups and I like poured our coffee in and it was perfect um but yeah, I, I still accomplished, like, I worked out every day except for Friday, Saturday, I took off. Yeah, that's it. Like, those are the only two days that I did, like, nothing. Um, Wednesday was, like, an active rest day where I only walked the dogs. But um, every other day I did something. But it was, like, a, it was, like, a push to get me to do it. You know, like, I really had yeah. to, like, talk to myself and, like, hype myself up. I used a lot of pre-workout pre this week, which I don't usually use a lot of pre-workout. Mm -hmm. So, like... That was like the struggle, but I'm, I'm just so excited for it to get nice out because I yeah. already know like that is my motivation. And I know that I'm going to like kick it into high gear. And like this week it's supposed to be in the sixties. So like, hopefully that changes everything. And I'm like back on it, but it just, it's so crazy that weather can be like what Such affects you so much. Yeah. yeah. Like my motivation is like, uh, uh, when the yeah. weather's cold, Definitely. but, but otherwise it was good. Um, I feel like it was, I was on track for the most part. Um, I didn't eat unhealthy. Yeah. And proud of myself. Thank you. <laughs> thank and you. asking you, so, and I have check-ins each week. I feel like we talk about like, oh, our workouts, our food and mm -hmm. things like that. But how were you feeling this week? 
How's Mary? Uh, at the beginning of the week, I'll be honest, I was very stressed out because work was just like a lot. <laughs> and there was like an incident that happened and like, it was just a lot. Um, but I'm really trying to teach myself to like, sit down, like breathe, think about the things like even like when I log off for lunch, it's like, even if I just go like sit on my couch for a minute, like decompress and mm-hmm. know that like, that shouldn't affect the rest of my day and like the things that I do yeah. and shouldn't spiral me into like eating poorly or things like that. Yeah. Um, which it usually does. So I'm really trying to take my mental health to a new level. Like even with the weather and things like that, it's like really talking to myself and being like, okay, why are you feeling this way? Like what's going on? What can we do to change it? Type like of stuff. So yeah. So otherwise like very good. The end of the week was significantly better I don't like I from Thursday to like now I'm in like a very good mood so I feel um, yeah I'm doing a lot better uh again Monday and Tuesday were just rough yeah I feel you there yeah what about (laughs) what about you how was the week mental health emotional physical everything we talked a little bit last week I was feeling really tired because my period was coming and I finally started my period this week um and I suffer from very bad cramps and I have for, since I got my period, um, I used to get like actually like sick in bed when I would get my period when I was younger. Um, and so thankfully that's went away, but, um, yeah, Tuesday, my period was so bad that I ended up throwing up. I was like nauseous and I ended up throwing up. Oh my up. gosh. It's just, my pain was so bad. So definitely looking into some other options. I put a post on Instagram and a few people said acupuncture. Um, so, which I've never done it before. I've always wanted to. Mm-hmm. And so that's yeah. something I'm going to look into, but, um, so yeah, beginning of the week, not wait okay. before you move on from that. You want to hear something, a fact that I heard. Yeah. Is that when your appendix ruptures, some women don't even go to the hospital because it's like this, the equivalent pain of like period cramps. So they just assume that their period is coming sooner Whoa. because that's how painful it is like to have it. But women are just like, so used to that used pain, to pain that Whereas like men will go right to the hospital as soon as they know that their like appendix is burst because That's it's so like weird. a pain that they're not used to. Yeah. yeah. So interesting. Women's cramps are no joke. Continue. Okay. Sorry. That's, Just want to throw that true. in there. Um, <laughs> I like <that>. fun <laughs> fact of the day. Um, yeah. But yeah. So beginning of the week was a little bit rough, but then Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, um, if I didn't, I only did like one ride, I think this week, but I was walking a lot more at the end of the that. week. So that was good and like longer walks. Um, and I was listening to a really good podcast, which was also just helpful. Um, and then, yeah, this weekend, honestly, I haven't really like quote unquote moved, but I have been doing like a lot of cleaning yesterday. Like I really mm-hmm. deep clean and I saw a little Marley yesterday and was chasing her. Oh. So it's like, I know I got movement in yesterday because I had like yeah. 5,000 steps or something, but yeah. So this week it was, it was not a bad week. It was just uh, a different week, I would say. Mm-hmm. And I know that something else I've been talking about a lot is kind of like playing around with my workout schedule and things like that. So I'm continuing just to kind of play around with it and like see what works and what I like and what feels good in my body and Mm -hmm. and listening to my body. And it's been something that I've never really done before, Mm -hmm. like actually listening and not either one being lazy about it or two, just like kind of like we were talking about yesterday or yesterday last week with intuitive eating like when we think we're Mm -hmm. listening to our body and we're not and yeah so I feel like I'm getting better at actually tuning into my body and seeing like what Mm -hmm. what kind of movement it it wants that day yeah no I feel that (laughs) 
I feel like we just, we were part of such a toxic background in our fitness and health and things like Mm -hmm. that, as we've talked about before, but like, I think it's so, it sounds silly to be like, I'm listening to my body to like, do what I'm supposed to do because we were so regimented before it was like, mm-hmm. have to do this, have to do that. Even if I'm sore, like I'm, it's a left day. Like if it's yeah. this, I'm going to do this and whatever. So I think that like, that's such a good point that seems so simple, but it's not. Yeah. You know, like some people are just like, oh yeah, of course I like work out when I want to or whatever. But like for us, we're, like, because we have that background, like, I think that it's a little bit different, you yeah. know? And it's like, sometimes when I say like, you know, I'm listening to my body, it's not like the the days that I'm just not working out. It's like, it's going to be a longer walk or yoga, mm-hmm. it's going like, to be a different type of workout. So yeah. um, I just wanted to say that because I don't want, I know some people that are out there like, oh, you're listening to your body and you're not just working, you're working out one it's day. It's like one of those cop yeah. out type of yeah. things. Yeah. But no, it's like, I'm just doing movement that feels good in my body for that day. And but I'm still moving. Yeah. So follow up question to that. Do you know when you're like, I think I'm going to take a rest day today. Like, do you know, like when you're being lazy and when you're like, your body needs it, like, are you able to decipher that and like change it up? Yeah. Yeah. I think I can decipher that now. And like, I do usually allow myself in the past couple of weeks as I've been planning my workouts and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. um, allow myself two full rest days that don't necessarily have to be active, active rest days. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's like, if I move my days around, I'll be like, oh, I know I have, you know, like this day. So it's like, okay, well, Mm -hmm. the end of the week, I don't have that extra day then or whatever. So I am very much sticking to that, which, which I think is also helpful knowing like you only get two days where you don't move if you I mean you do move but (laughs) yeah no I feel you (laughs) that's something very new to me is like actually deciphering when I'm resting because I need it and when I'm lazy and I found that I like asked John if I should work out when I'm being lazy (laughs) I'll be like do you think I should work out today and he's like he always says yes because that's just like his mentality yeah and I'm like well no because he knows that I'm being lazy too like he's always like yeah and I'm like yeah Yeah. right but like I don't want to (laughs) right so just wanted to throw that out there but that's funny cool well that's awesome that you know I I think that we also downplay like something that you said was like uh cleaning your house Mm -hmm. like you probably burned so many calories did how many steps you know what I mean like I think that that movement is also very necessary and like for your mental health to be like in a productive state and like have Definitely. a clean house, you know. Definitely, yeah. That's what I'm it doing was today, so it was dusty AF in here, so it feels a lot better today. Oh my gosh, my that's literally what I'm doing today. Dust accumulates so quickly. I'm mm-hmm. like, I have to vacuum my stairs every single freaking day now because of the dog hair. Yeah, between like the cat hair shedding, my long ass hair shedding, mm-hmm. and then you know, obviously just as we have the windows open and things are blowing around and, mm-hmm. you know, things like that. But like, we have so many glass surfaces in our house that it's like, yeah. you can really see it on the glass. Mm-hmm. Like our TV stand yesterday, I was like, barf in my mouth. Well, I like wipe my laptop screen like every single day and somehow like, or every single, be- sorry, week, beginning of the week, I'll like wipe it off. And then by the end of the week, it's like all dusty again. I'm like, what? I know. It's skin particles. Mind. Gross. My mind. It is gross. All right. Um, but let's wrap let's- this up really quickly. Um, can I introduce the topic yeah yeah so we had this like idea in the past and then we never did it where we're gonna kind of 
interview each other. So today I'm going to be like interviewing Holly so that you guys can learn a little bit more about her. I was talking um, to one of our listeners and one of my new friends, Angie. Um, we met on, Angie. Yeah. And it just like sparked in my head that like, I know things about Holly. And so like when people are like, oh my gosh, I love you and Holly, like Holly is this and whatever. And it's like, I know these things about her, but like some things we haven't really like dug into on the podcast mm-hmm. or like haven't really like gotten to know you in a, you know, more wide spectrum. Yeah. So I think that it's going to be really cool for you guys to like learn some things that like I may know, and maybe like I'll learn more about Holly. So definitely. Yeah. yeah. So- I'm so excited. We're doing this today. And then in a couple of weeks, we'll have the reverse where I interview Mary. So know that it is coming in a couple of weeks. You guys will get to hear the flip side for any of you who know me more than, you know, Mary, um, mm-hmm. you'll get to hear a little bit more about her. So yeah, yeah. I'm excited so. too. I told Mary the other day, I texted her and I, as you guys know, I'm so type A. And so usually like, I'm always like looking at our questions and getting them all ready and things like that. And she didn't let me see the pic. Uh, the pictures Jesus the questions ahead of time (laughs) so I like couldn't really prep at all like I felt like and so it was very exciting for me because I'm like oh I don't know what I'm gonna ask I don't know what I'm gonna talk about like and (laughs) just for me as a type a person it was like scary but thrilling (laughs) it's like a new experience for you whereas me I'm like hey let's do this thing (laughs) mix it up all right so before I get into like another tangent and we just let's put the train back on. Um, so we kind of just talked about this, but in general, not just from your past week, but in general for like, let's say this year, um, how are you doing like mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, like how are your healths lining up this year? Um, so far this year, so I will say the one I feel like I'm lacking in most I'm going to start with, and that's my spirituality. Um, I just have not felt as connected as I have in previous years. And it's something that I feel like I'm getting connected with again. And, you know, I even I texted you the other day and was like saying I've been itching to talk about different spirituality things mm-hmm. and things like that. And I think it's because it's, it's like I I don't want to say I gave it up because that's not, not the right word, but mm-hmm. like I haven't been doing some of my as woo-woo practices. I've been doing more like oh, the Peloton meditations and more like grounded, um, very quote unquote normal meditations. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I really want to get back to more of my weirdness. And um, so I feel like that has been lacking this year. And I just bought a new book and it came in the mail yesterday. Um, And so it's a Kundalini book. um, And it's about different morning intentions and Kriyas to do. And so I love Kundalini. Um, And if you don't know what Kundalini is, it's type of yoga and meditation um, that's very connected to the mind and body and spirit. I mean, just like a lot of yoga, different types of yogas are, but um, it's a very much like a chanting. Um, a lot of times there's hand movements, body movements and things like that. So it's a little bit of a different type of meditation compared to what most people. Yeah. Are used to. I was going to say like, it's like Peloton's like what I do as for meditations, yeah. whereas like, I'm not on the woo woo side as much. So it's like, like the normal physical fitness people who do meditation. I feel like that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. So that is definitely something I'm getting back to. Um, but like, as far as the other house, like emotionally, yes, I've had a few rough days this year. Um, I know I've talked about like the day that I had a lot of panic attacks and things like that, but, um, emotionally overall, I feel a lot better this year. I feel like just more 
secure in myself, I think. And I don't mm-hmm. know if it's just getting older, or just kind of having a year inside my home to reflect on things. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, and I think part of it is too, like as me and Brandon's, you know, relationship has progressed and we've been engaged, like, obviously I saw a future for us before, but it's just like, we're adding these adult things into our lives right. that makes it even more exciting to see our future. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like things like that have just been really helping my emotional health and making me so excited for the future. Um, and then in terms of my physical health, I mean, I would say compared to the last couple of years, I've probably had a very good physical health year, even though um, it's like, yes, I still have a long way to go to hit the goals I want to hit and things like that. But I've been the most consistent I have been in just these three months. And I have mm-hmm. been over the last couple of years, um, mm-hmm. you know, when I was driving a lot or working weird hours and things like that. So um, I feel like I, I had this conversation with myself the other day and I wasn't planning to share this, but we're going to share it. Um, I had this conversation so with myself the other day where I kind of had to get real with myself and was like, you know, so often I wake up in the morning and I will kind of like meditate in bed instead of getting out into my like little meditation spot or Mm -hmm. um, like I go to my phone or at night, I don't do something, you know, for the podcast or something that I like, oh, I could Mm -hmm. do because it's going to take me 10 minutes or something. And I had to get kind of real with myself of like, what are you doing? Like, you're kind of just wasting your own time. Like, Mm -hmm. and it's like some of these things I can do, like when me and Brandon are watching like an episode of Supernatural or something, it's just that I'm lazy and I don't want to. Mm -hmm. And so I had this conversation with myself this week about like, I need to actually start listening to myself and like what I need. Um, Mm -hmm. And I don't care if I'm tired because I, I mean, I'm a light sleeper, so I wake up a lot, but I track my sleep and I have the most consistent sleep I've had in the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, I know I'm getting sleep. So like, I need to just stop being lazy and stop telling myself excuses and just do these things that are going to help me feel better and make me the highest version of me. Um, Mm -hmm. So I really just ran with that question, but (laughs) no, I love that because that's something that like, kind of what I was saying is where I have to like have these conversations with myself. Like, why are you doing this? Like, what is the purpose? Like, where do you want to go? Because this isn't what's going to get you there type of thing. So I, I love that you like said that because I feel like with 2020, you probably like I did, it's like, you really have to look inside yourself a lot because Mm -hmm. you're with yourself. Like all the time time. and nobody else and and there's nobody (laughs) yeah it's like and there's no like outside forces that I mean there are but like not as not as prevalent yeah exactly so I think that that's awesome and I think like honestly like I've known you for how many years now you know and I think that this is like the most like confident and like strong and like really like listening because we've talked about like our physical fitness journeys Mm -hmm. and like we've been through different things and Mm -hmm. um and I've met you in like so many different, not like we've known each other, but like I've met you. Like we've known um, each other through so many different phases already. Yeah, exactly. And so it was like, I can see like the growth and Mm -hmm. like, just like is a different person, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I love that. I love that. Um, We love that here. (laughs) We love that here. Um, What is your current split? I know you said that you're kind of getting back into a routine and like finding that, but what is your current split for like working out? So I will say, I don't really have like a split necessarily. Um, okay. I've been kind of doing, so I was obviously doing, and I've talked about it before doing a live by Whitney's, um, a live 1.0 and I still have two weeks left of that. And I am going to come back to it. Why is my mom FaceTiming me? 
Okay, sorry, I didn't know that. <laughs> You're fine. Um, it's because she has Marley with her. But <laughs> um, I was hoping it wasn't going to come into my Mac and like totally ruin this recording. Anyway, <laughs> um, so she, what was I saying? Split, workout split. split. I'm so sorry. Or like routine, I guess. Yeah, so I was doing that. I, and I'm like, we've talked about, it. I just haven't been feeling as called to weightlifting. Um, mm-hmm. So I've really just been trying to do at least four bike rides a day and then walking at least two to three times a week. And really mm-hmm. that's all I've been aiming for. I know it's kind of cardio focused and I do want to get back to weightlifting. Um, and I think as like it gets warmer, I definitely will. It's just our bedroom, like where it is, I feel like it stays colder. And so in the morning mm-hmm. I would be weightlifting and then yeah, cold, blah, blah, blah. So, I feel that. um, yeah, I feel like it's just like a season where cardio is just feeling better for me personally. I've been very motivated by, you know, having that instructor. Like I always used to do orange theory classes and things like that when I worked there. And so I like having that motivation. And so, you know, my BFF Bradley and I just connect on that deeper level on, on, on Peloton. <laughs> oh my gosh. I still haven't done one of his classes. I think I'm going to do one today. Yeah. Thank God. I mean, it's about time. <laughs> He's my little, I'm a little behind. <laughs> but so yeah, funny. so it's like, I don't really have a, a split right now, but it's kind of like just doing what feels right. And I know that I'm going to get back to more of the weightlifting and bring and running again. Now that's getting nicer out, but mm-hmm. lately it's just kind of like the, the walking and the Peloton and just kind of making that work. Do you feel like as like a caveat to that, like, do you feel like you are going to develop like a split per se, or do you think that you want to just continue listening to your body and have these like extras that you know that you can like go to? I honestly think both. I think that I am going to go through seasons. I think that as I get closer to getting ready for my wedding, when I, when I set that date and things like that, I'll probably stay in a more focused split. Um, not because when I listen to my body, it's bad. You'd think that. (laughs) Hey, this is the part of the conversation that I had with myself this week. Um, but I think that when I have that and I'm getting closer, I'll want to stay in a more split just because, um, like I'll be obviously working towards something quicker, maybe. Yeah. Um, cause I'll yeah. have like a set date that I need them by. And not that I don't think I can do that when I'm listening to my body, but obviously some days with the woman's bodies, I was just talking about with periods and things like that. Mm-hmm. And not that I'm going to push myself during my periods, because I know that that is just the opposite. Also of not, what you yeah. want to do. Um, but I think that it's going to be just seasons and sometimes it's going to be great to listen to my body and just kind of flow with what I need. And mm-hmm. other times I know I'm going to need more of that structure, um, to mm-hmm. just keep me on track. And so, yeah, I think yeah. it's going to be a little bit of a mix of both. Yeah. Which I think is awesome. Cause there's just so much that our bodies are like capable of. Mm-hmm. So it's like having, like, like you said, like running, weightlifting like the apps that you can do and like peloton mm-hmm. and things like that it's just so cool that we have so many like so much variety yeah of like ask, options to do don't ask me when i'm oh, my arms either i just need a stretch you do you i wasn't even gonna <laughs> ask <laughs> i get it um okay so kind of staying on like your journey here what are you the most proud of your journey as of recent I think we kind of um, touched upon it a little bit. Like but. specific, like a certain part of my journey, like physical. Yeah, journey. like a, if you could put like a, I um, don't know. I would say, honestly, breaking 
breaking my mindset with certain things with eating and working out, um, Mm -hmm. not being so obsessive with it. Like I used to before, that was something that was very hard for me to break. And, um, for those of you who don't know, and I was never diagnosed with this, but I really truly think that I had it. It's called orthorexia. Um, and it's basically when you're like a obsessed with being healthy, honestly, and it's hard Mm -hmm. to kind of see your body as it changes and things like that. And I think that I definitely suffered, I guess it's the right verbiage, um, Mm -hmm. from that a couple of years ago when I had lost all my weight, um, and Mm -hmm. was so obsessed with the numbers, like we've talked about before. And so I think that me being able to work through that huge mental I mean, it was an eating disorder, really. Yeah. Like I was so obsessed. And so I think that breaking through that and allowing myself now, like I was even thinking the other day, like I have a lot of snacks sometimes at night, um, not like huge snacks, but I'll have, mm-hmm. you know, something. And it's like before I would have like never let myself do that. Like I would have been so strict with it. And it's like now I'm still hitting my goals. And yes, if I cut that out, I know I'm going to hit my goals even faster. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I, I, I see that flexibility is there for myself, mm-hmm. but it's like, it, it's comfortable right now. And it, it, it's working at a slow pace, which I'm okay with. And so just kind of breaking that mindset that like, I don't have to be perfect all the time. You don't have to kill yourself every single day. Mm-hmm. You don't have to work out for three hours a day. Um, just the fact that I got through that period of mindset, I think is my most proud accomplishment. That's amazing. You posted something about that on Instagram. Um, it was like a little chart of like how your mind used to be oh, yeah. type mm-hmm. of thing and then mm-hmm. how it is now. Um, and two things I wanted to touch upon, and I hate when people say this because I don't know, it's just like a trigger to me, but like when they're like, well, you're like making a lifestyle, but like, it is true. Like, I think that what you're saying in the sense of like snacking and like, or like going at a slower pace, mm-hmm. it's not a race to the finish line. You have right. to find something that's so sustainable for like yeah. the rest of your life that, you know, it, sure you could cut those things out, but then it's like, are you never going to have them ever again? Right. Are you never going to like do these things ever again? Right. So, and I think that that was one of our things with like project blissful body when you got engaged, is that what it's called? Oh my God. It's not, <laughs> that's okay. Anyways, that's I never right, know what it's called. Breakthrough to bliss. Fine. Yeah. Um, but like when you got engaged, it's like, you're never going to engage for the rest of your life. And it's like, you had a glass of champagne, you had a dessert. Like those are things where it's like, those are life things and yeah. not like, sure. Like, could you have finished the challenge and not done that? But then it's your engagement. Like right. what an exciting time in your life, you know? Yeah. yeah so I think definitely. that I love the idea of like, even though it seems like slow paced, it's really not like, it's really just like setting you up like for a sustainable pace. Exactly. So I love that. Um, second thing orthorexia. I think that it's huge that you like notice that you had that because people don't really like a lot of people aren't diagnosed with it Mm -hmm. because of the fact that they think that it's healthy to be healthy. Mm -hmm. But this is like such an extent over that, that I just wanted to touch upon that is that like, I feel like a lot of people that I know who have claimed that they've had this or like self-diagnosed, a lot of them are self-diagnosed because a lot of people don't think that it's a problem. 
yeah to be I too think, healthy yeah i think that it's that's that's exactly it and i feel like it also just from the what i've read it seems like it, you know it can be very hard to diagnose because it's something that is so mental a mm-hmm. lot of the times and so it's not like i can just go to my doctor and be like well this is how i'm feeling is this what i have and she can take a test and be like oh yep you tested positive like mm-hmm. that's just not how you know obviously it's not how a lot of de- diseases work Correct, it's actually yeah. mental um but it's it's like it's such a mind thing that Mm -hmm. you know, I think so many of us don't realize that we may have it until we kind of stumble upon it on the internet years afterwards. And it's like, Mm -hmm. well, that's what I went through. Yeah. Or that's what I'm still going through, you know, whatever it may be. And that's definitely, you know, I had heard people talk about it. So I started looking into it and then I was thinking, you know, thinking about my mindset during that time. And I was like, oh yeah, no, no, I'm pretty positive. This is what I was going, like, this is what I had. And so, yeah, it's, know that if you feel that way, it's okay. And you're not alone. And also that you may never get like, quote unquote, diagnosed with it, even if you go to a doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, but know that you, you can work through it. And it's just going to take you healing. It's going to take you time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. And what a great message to send to people. If they are hearing this, maybe it will help. Um, or maybe they'll understand what they are going through. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Um, Moving a little bit off of fitness and into like spiritual, because we always say like, anytime we have someone, I'm always like, oh, like Holly's more of like the woo woo side and Mm -hmm. things like that. So um, with that, I guess, how did you kind of, I know you're getting back into it, but like, how did you discover that? And like, where did that journey start? Because I feel like I've seen a lot of people right now, like getting into that side more Mm -hmm. and which is amazing, but it's like, how did you like find your path in there? Yeah. So I, I talked about this a little bit in the solo episode that I did, which is a while ago now. <laughs> Recap. Um, yeah. So kind of like how I initially got into spirituality um, was through meditation, which that's what I kind of talked about in that episode. Um, you know, I was really depressed at the time when I was in grad school. Um, gosh, what year is it 2021 so that was five years ago six years ago six Mm -hmm. years ago I think um and I yeah I was really depressed and needed something I was trying to find other things other than just medication and so I found meditation and that you know that's kind of what that was my gateway drug into spirituality (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah I started learning about meditation and doing that and bring that in and then I wanted to know you know how how could I enhance my meditation how I could make it deeper and so that's when I started finding crystals um Mm -hmm. and kind of what crystals can do um I remember that summer I went with Haley who I've talked about a million and six times on this podcast (laughs) um I found a a crystal a real crystal shop um out in I think it was like Lombard or something like that in Illinois. Mm -hmm. And I had her go with me. It was my first like crystal adventure ever. And um, I remember buying a bunch and bringing them home. And then that's kind of where that started. And then from there, honestly, it's like, I was just reading and learning so much about crystals and their Mm -hmm. properties. And as I was reading these books, obviously I started learning about chakras, which are your energetic centers. And I started learning about all these healing, you know, methods and things like that. So it was kind of like, I took the meditation, it branched into crystals. And then just from my learning about crystals, it kind of opened up all these other doors for me, um, of what's Mm -hmm. out there. And then 
really it's like, I feel like spirituality is like anything. It's a pool that you can pick and choose from. So there's going to be tools that connect with you and tools that don't. There's also mm-hmm. going to be healing modalities that you connect with and ones that you don't. So it's like, I've been trying my hand at so many different things and just seeing what, what works for me, what doesn't. Um, and you know, what kind of lights me up and, and makes me passionate and, and deepen myself from there. So yeah, that. that was kind of long-winded, but that's kind of how it branched and started. No, I love that because I think that like, for me, I've touched and dabbled in things like that because of you. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that some people think that if you do like just the crystals or just the meditation or things like that, like, I love that you said, it's like a pool that you can take, like what serves you. Cause that's like anything, you know, that's any other kind of like fitness also like other spirit wow I can't speak I just stuttered so bad (laughs) spirituality is like religion things of that sort like you can you don't have to be like this all-in person like you can believe different things like it's so open to you um one of the things so when we were at the bank together Mm -hmm. I remember that's when you launched your business I'm almost positive yes so yeah so I remember you did like crystal like guides like you I did that course with you mm-hmm. and things like that and what, what was I where was I going and your yoga training was also yeah. during that time I'm pretty sure yep. so like that kind of like that was when I like found that you were like into all that kind of stuff so I guess with what you were doing then and where your business is now like can you talk a little bit about like what you're doing with your business like what plans you have for it things like that like do you still I mean, I know, but like for the people, um, like, what do you offer type of stuff? Yeah. So I started my business very much as it was like a blog and a crystal shop. And that's kind of like my main things. And then obviously I added my healings in um, not too long after I actually opened up my shop. So um, it kind of started small and, and really, I would say my main focus at that point was the crystal shop and definitely has shifted since then. Um, so I still have the crystal shop. I don't really restock it. So honestly, it's a lot of stock that I've had. Um, but obviously doesn't mean that any, I'm I'm going on a citation. I'm going to leave that one alone. (laughs) Um, but yeah, so I still have the crystal shop, but really my main focus now is more of the healings as well as I do meditations and then card readings. Um, I do monthly card readings. So, um, I think that I just realized that yes, I like providing the tools and maybe someday I'll have a, a, kind of return to the crystal shop being a little bit more mm-hmm. prominent, but, um, I feel like I like providing the tools, but I much prefer getting to kind of work with you, whether that's a, through a recorded meditation or through doing a, an energy healing. Um, and I realized that that's just more of my calling and more of what I enjoy doing. Um, so I really mm-hmm. kind of switch it to more of a service-based than product-based. Um, and yeah, I mean, I'm continuing to kind of grow, that eventually I'd love to have a place to work out of for my healings, Mm -hmm. Um, whether it's like a yoga studio or something like that. That's always been kind of a dream of mine. Mm -hmm. Um, But right now everything's just kind of online based. So like I was saying, you can do meditations that just, they're always there for you to download through the shop. Um, I do healings, which are a combination of crystal and Reiki healing. So essentially it's Reiki is an ancient Chinese technique um, that I took different classes to learn. And, Mm -hmm. um, I'm a master Reiki practitioner. And so, um, 
yeah, it's connecting with different, basically chakra points in your body Mm -hmm. um, to heal those energy centers. And then I bring in the different healing work of crystals, which I've also trained in, um, into that. So I kind of infuse those two together. And then my monthly card healings are just working with different Oracle card decks um, and kind of getting a roadmap for your month. So it's week by week, you get like two to four cards, depending, I kind of change mm-hmm. up my polls every month for the clients, but um, it's just kind of a, a way to set yourself up for the month and also a way for you to check in each week um, and how energetically you're going to be feeling that week. So those are kind of my main offerings now. And I think that as I expand, I'm just going to keep continuing to um, focus in on the, the, the client facing stuff and building that. Yeah. Which I mean, sucks that it's COVID and like still like, I mean, everybody should still be being safe, but um, I think that it's a little bit difficult in that you can't like fully do what you want to do. Like it, like as, as far as like taking it in like person to person type of stuff, you know, but I mean, obviously zoom is great and technology is amazing now, but I think that like for you, I know how you are with people. And it's just like kind of sad that you like can't do that right now. But yeah, I do think that like Zoom and stuff like that helps. Um, what was I just gonna say? Mm. Oh, you keep saying like energies, like having like healing people's energies and things like that. Can you kind of like go into like I keep saying like journey, but I don't know like how else to say it. Like how you or where you started with like feeling people's energies and like when that really I don't know do you get yeah. what I'm asking yeah. or no, no I get what okay you're cool <laughs> so yeah so I feel like I've always t- taken on and feeling feel a little bit felt people's energies um and I just didn't know it for a long time um mm-hmm. I think to a point everybody is a little bit empathic and can feel things um we all have our different gifts most of us just don't tap into them mm-hmm. um so um there's four different clairs and I know they're not going to all come to my head because I, I I never can remember two of them um but there's like Claire audience which is mean you can hear things and then there's like a um Oh my God, hang on. I'm just going to look them up because now it's going to drive. Yeah, me no, you're, you're fine. Um, but essentially there's these, they're called the clairs. There's four different clairs and it's like one, you can see one, you can hear. Um, so it's like different, uh, different, kind of like your you senses. Yeah. Like gifts. Yeah. Um, and audience, oops, Claire audience. Um, oh my God, I have a bandit on my thumb and I can't freaking <laughs> Um, but so everyone has usually one of their different, you know, see, sight, hear, whatever. And so I've always been more of a feeling and a seeing and, but I never really knew why or, you know, anything like that. And, Mm -hmm. um, so it was me knowing that that was there, but I didn't really know why. And so as I actually started learning about spirituality, um, I'm going to look this up later because I'm getting too distracted, but, um, (laughs) essentially, as I started, you know, meditating and using crystals and things like that. So it first happened to me, um, when I was doing a meditation, I started seeing my own energy and my own, um, aura and it 
was a little bit alarming at first because I didn't know why mm-hmm. I was seeing colors um, in my meditation. They were like very vibrant. Like I, it was not like I was just thinking about it. Like it just came yeah. to me. And so that was kind of my first experience. And then I realized as I started learning about these things that, oh, I'm extremely empathic. Um, and for a while I let it really drain me because I would just take on people's energy all day. Like when mm-hmm. we were at the bank or, you know, something like that yeah. when I'm facing people, I would just be taking on their energies and not really like doing anything with it. So it was like very draining on me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've obviously learned how to kind of protect myself. I wear a clear quartz crystal every day to kind of keep my energy, my own and other people's their own. Um, but I can still tap into that very easily and kind of pick mm-hmm. up on other people's feelings very easily. And I think that's sometimes why I so often, and it's partially anxiety, but I think like if someone texts me, like my mom, for instance, if she texts me and doesn't put her little kissy face, like she always sends her text yeah. like that. And if she doesn't, I'm like, oh, is she mad at me? Like <laughs> I get that, that energetic just from something yeah. like that. And um, so it's like, I've learned to just kind of pick up and read on like those sub subtle things as mm-hmm. well. Um, but I will say, especially when I'm doing like healings and things like that, my sight really comes into play. So it's not all the time that I'll see other people's, um, sort of aura colors, but it does Mm -hmm. often come up. Um, but I also started seeing like angels and guides and things like that. And just by deepening my meditations and allowing myself to be open to that, Mm -hmm. um, so the first time that I did my, my Reiki one training, the, you go through an attunement session near the end. And it's basically when your master teacher and usually her kind of, um, two people that are helping her, um, mm-hmm. will go around and they do different symbols down your back and kind of above your head, opening you up and allowing that, that Reiki energy to come in. Mm-hmm. And that's when I first met my own spirit guides. Um, it's amazing, which, um, it's a girl, it's a woman with big hair, red hair, uh, and, and, and glasses. And there's a guy who's very kind of nerdy looking, which kind of, I feel like kind of, it's like this beautiful girl, this nerdy guy. And I feel like that's very much my personality in general. Um, so yeah, that's the first time I kind of met them, um, and connected with them. And like, feel like since that experience, now I've been better able to connect with clients when I'm healing them and sometimes talking to their angels or their guides or their spirits um and things like that and so I feel like kind of like I was talking about earlier it's like I started just learning about one thing and it opened up so much for me as Mm -hmm. I continue that journey um and like I was saying I'll look up more information and put it in the show notes but like the the four clear so some people can hear things and that's why you know you'll hear that or some people feel things like, like actually can or some people know it's just a gut feeling it's like I know that blah 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 um, which mm-hmm. I feel like Mary, you have a little bit of that. Cause you always seem to know when people are pregnant before they know they're pregnant. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I'm just putting that out there, but <laughs> and yeah. I like know what they're having too. Like, I'm pretty good at guessing, like if someone's having a boy or a girl, so yeah, so I don't know what that is, but <laughs> that's your sidekick power. <laughs> um, no, that's, that's awesome yeah, though. So and I, I think like that Allie like- touched upon like guides too. And when you guys yeah. were talking about it, like, so if people, I think one of the things that I wanted to bring up because of like your spiritual side and things like that and hear you talk about it because we have talked about it in episodes in the past and episodes coming up. Mm -hmm. So I think that it's like nice to like kind of open up and like hear about like how you got to here and like kind of just, I mean, everything that you've touched upon is a little bit more in depth than what we've said in previous episodes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I love that. And like just hearing your side of it too. 
definitely. Because I know like when we're doing interviews, it's more like about the person we're interviewing. Right. Like, Whereas like, I know you but... want to like go off. Yeah. <laughs> I always want to pop off. Right. I love it. Um, kind of moving again back to like, this is just completely off topic. I'm not even going to try to put a disclaimer on what it's for. Let's do it. You always talk about how you are writing a novel and I, that you need to work on it and you need to write your pages and things like that. Can you tell us a little bit more about like what's coming in that? Like what it's a little bit about, like that kind of yeah. stuff? Because yeah. you're just like a jack of all trades, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> so this is actually started as a novella um, when I was in grad school. So my thesis, instead of being one novel, was two novellas, which a novella basically is a short novel. Um, I just but... always think of Jane the Virgin when you say novella. <laughs> tell a novella. <laughs> I am writing a tell it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, I realized that there's just so much more to it that it's definitely going to be a novel. So um, essentially it is about a couple who are in their like mid to late twenties. Um, and they realize they kind of have the normal life. They live in a place they've got good jobs or, you know, decent jobs at corporate, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. Um, and then my main character, my main girl character, Katie realizes that she has endometriosis and she will not be having children, um, which they kind of always had this, you know, dream of the white picket fence and the kids mm -hmm. and blah, blah, blah. So at that point, they kind of decide, you know what, fuck this, um, I'm done with this and life isn't serving us. So why should we basically give into this system? So they sell their things and they break their lease and they go in Keaton, who is the actual main character. He's the male perspective that I write from. Um, they basically pack up their shit in Keaton's car and decide to go on the road. And they're going to basically steal life because they feel life has been stolen from them by not being able to produce children. So they essentially drive around and hold up gas stations and stay in crappy motels, but they have each other and that's kind of how they work through it until they stumble upon um, a, little, a little guy named Carson. He was in the foster care system and um, basically got put into a family that had just foster care kids to make mm -hmm. income from them. And so they find them behind a trash can or like not a, a dumpster can um, outside of a, one of their seedy motels and basically learn, you know, why this kid is just running around on his own. Yeah. Um, and so they take him with him. And so then the rest of the novel kind of focuses on that fine line of morality of are they saving this so kid cool. or are they actually hindering this kid? I love that. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. Do you have like a like a deadline for yourself, like when you're going to self-publish, slash are you going to self-publish, or are so, you going to? I've thought about a lot about this, so it's, it's, it's very hard to get published, but mm -hmm. I would love to publish with an independent press, so I've even thought about potentially looking into some independent presses out of Illinois or kind of in the area mm -hmm. and seeing like once I'm done, if it's something I could pitch, obviously I don't have an agent or anything like that. So it's going to be all mm -hmm. self. And so that's going to be, make it a little bit more difficult. So depending on how that journey goes, I may end up just self-publishing, but it's just sometimes a self-publishing you then don't, you can't basically resell your work. So it's like sometimes a self-publishing, if someone wanted to pick it up, I no longer could sell it. Um, oh, really? sometimes it depends where you okay. self-publish from so um that's okay. just something I have to kind of look more into um but I mean I would love to to publish with an independent press or something like that um and kind of go from there but yeah we'll see we'll see where that journey goes. <laughs> I need to like set some deadlines though because without grad school it's just 
I don't have deadlines on, on my writing. And so it just is free and willy nilly. <laughs> but honestly, like I like didn't know what the topic was for your story. And like, now I'm like intrigued and want to read it. So like, <laughs> I would buy your book, obviously, but I'm also your biggest fan. So <laughs> I'll find it for you. <laughs> um, moving into kind of like, like not to talk about like COVID or things like that, but like you and Brandon and living in the situation where you guys are both working in the same place. Like, how has that been for you guys? Like in your relationship, things like that, you guys got engaged this year. Like, I guess like if you're comfortable talking about your relationship, yeah. um, like, how has it been going as far as like those things? Because I feel like in this unprecedented time, um, <laughs> Carrie Hoppel is cringing in her, her seat, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, like, how has that been and how has it affected you guys or like kind of what's going on type of thing? Yeah, I feel like, well, so before the pandemic, so we moved to this place that we're living in now in February, pandemic hit in March. So we had been living separate for a year and a half. So mm -hmm. It's like, but you guys did live together before that. So yeah. yeah. Okay. So we lived together. We moved back to our respective parents. Obviously we still saw each other usually twice a week, but um, it was just obviously different because we were trying to save money and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. so it was nice because it was like, oh, finally I get to spend time with you again, like daily mm -hmm. time with you. Yeah. Um, I think I am very grateful that we have, it's this place is listed as a two bedroom. It's technically not a two bedroom because our second bedroom does not have a, a closet. So that is not a bedroom. Mm -hmm. Sorry to break yeah. it to you, landlord, but, um, <laughs> but I am very Lies and slander. that exactly that we have that because I feel like if we were in our old place working in like the same room, there mm -hmm. would have been just a lot of te more tension, but because we, mm -hmm. live, I mean, he hears me all day, trust me. But, yeah. <laughs> because we at least have some separation in, in, in our workspaces I think that definitely has helped but I feel like it's it well it's been a, a a weird year and we always joke like oh we need space from each other like I need to go to my parents like you know have time yeah. away from you like we always joke about that like I feel like we've been the closest we've ever been um I love that and I feel like like we've just picked up on so many things like he knows what I'm gonna say and how I'm gonna say it and I so like that. I'll like when we're watching a show or something, I was like, oh, that's scary. And I'm like, uh oh. And then he'll look at me and go, oh, it's right. And like, that's literally <laughs> what's about to come out of my mouth. So it's like, we've kind of gotten to know each other maybe too well, but yeah. Um, I don't know. I like, I sometimes I like just look at Brandon and I just like, I'm just so grateful for him. Mm -hmm. Um, And even though this weird has, or this year has been weird, like, I feel like we've just, because we've had so much time together, we've just connected in a deeper way. And then mm -hmm. we're obviously getting engaged and things like that. And like move, moving our relationship to the next level, quote unquote. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, I don't know. It's just, it just feels different, but I feel like it's, it, to me, feels like the best it's been. That's amazing. I think that relationships in quarantine go like that way or they go like the opposite. So it's like yeah, really man. refreshing to hear because like I feel like celebrities are like I don't know people on TikTok that are like TikTok famous or whatever like a lot of them are like breaking up or like splitting mm -hmm. off and they're like oh you guys were relationship goals and then they like all broke up during quarantine yeah like I think it's like refreshing to actually hear like a relationship that's thriving and like growing and like learning Definitely. so that's why I wanted to ask you about it because like obviously I know how you guys are doing but <laughs> um we kind of talked about this in our in an upcoming episode with Taylor um but with Brandon you guys have 
some opposite, like, and of course, opposites tracked, things like that. But you guys have like, where you're very spiritual and into fitness and like on the internet, and he's like very much not those things. Hmm. How would you like explain that? And also like give advice to someone who maybe like has that situation as well and is maybe struggling with it, like having so many opposites. I think that it's just something you have to talk to yourself about and say, is mm-hmm. this what I want? Am I comfortable with this? Um, for a while, when I started getting into spirituality and things like that, I was like, oh, that'd be so cool if he did and things like that. Like we could meditate together and like do yeah. all these weird things, but it's just not who he is. And I, I've realized as I've grown and as we've grown, like I prefer that because mm-hmm. it's like, I wouldn't want someone who's in, interested in all the same things and doing all the same things that I am, because how, how will I learn or change or grow or, you know, mm-hmm. kind of do anything different. And so um, it's just been more of a, I would say getting to know and getting to see if it's something you can accept, are you okay with being very different? And, mm-hmm. and I think for a lot of couples, it's going to be a yes. And it's a good thing because you mm-hmm. have those differences you can learn from each other, but some mm-hmm. people need a, someone who's very close and to do those things like with them every day or, you know, weekly or work out with them or whatever the case might be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and if that's the conclusion you come to, it's like, okay, well, maybe you're not with the right person then. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, and for a long time, I was like, like I said, I, I was like, oh, I wish, you know, he worked out and blah, blah, blah. But now I'm glad because I feel like I have my things and he has heart ours he has his (laughs) and then we have ours and it's like it just kind of keeps us it keeps us as separate people which I I I think when you're in a relationship so many people become like this one this one meld of the same person person. yeah yeah and I like that we have like yes we both play video games but we play much different video games I play like Animal Crossing and Sims and he plays like racing and shooting games and things you know Grand Theft Auto (laughs) and things like that and it's like um I I think that that's how we continue to learn from each other is by having separate interests. I love that. I think that it's very adult to have like where you can be two separate people mm-hmm. and like come together. Whereas I think like in high school, like you'd always like lose your friends when they got yeah. a boyfriend because they would be like, I do every, and I was like that when I was in high school. So like, I'm yeah. not judging anybody because like, I was like, I love scary movies, but it was only cause like my boyfriend at the time like loved scary movies yeah, and I was exactly. like I hate scary movies like, right. yeah. hate them. but them. I think that it's like yeah I think it's very adult to like have your own things and to like like you said like teach each other and like learn and like that's the way that you grow mm-hmm. so I love that you said that and um with like the internet portion I think oh, yeah. a lot of people who do like social media like want their significant other to like be in pictures or be online or things like that so like how do you since we're like, I mean, we have, you have your own business and we have the podcast, like we're pretty yeah. like online presence Um, How do you feel with that? I feel like kind of a similar situation at first. I was like, because we all know I love taking a good selfie, especially when I'm feeling myself. <laughs> um, and so at first it was like, oh, well, I want, you know, him being pictures too, but it's just like part of that, you know, as we grew and, and, you know, as our relationship grew and I just knew him better, it's like, okay, but that's not what makes him feel his most comfortable and his most confident. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he just doesn't like social media. Like 
That's not like, John is too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I'm not going to force him to do something that he's not comfortable with. And so it was kind of a big realization for me, but it, it's weird. This, this example I'm going to use is kind of a weird one, but I, it somehow fits. So um, for anyone who knows Dax Shepard and Kristen Bell, mm-hmm. um, they Love when they them. share information about their children or share photos, they they always blur out their faces and they mm-hmm. kind of are saying, you know, it's going to be their children's choice as they get older, if they want to be kind of known to the world. And that's kind of how I've started to look at our relationship. Like, obviously, yes, I still post pictures once in a while and things like mm-hmm. that. But, you know, this is my online presence and I chose to share my life online and share my life through this podcast and things like that. But that's not a choice that he signed up for. So mm-hmm. why should I force him into that? Yeah, I love that you said that. Also love Dex Shepard and Kristen Bell. They are like the they're just the best. I love them so much, just as people in general. Like love yeah. them, love their relationship. Um, I also have a significant other who does not like the internet <laughs> or like being on the internet. And I think that now, as like the internet becomes like social media becomes such a big presence, I think that it's nice to hear people like say that and like what you just said is exactly like what I felt when I was Mm -hmm. first doing it. And I think that the first person who like really opened up my eyes to being like, oh, they don't really have to be on there is like Whitney Simmons Mm -hmm. because she started, well, she's now engaged, but she like didn't really share him at all. And she only just recently started sharing him a little bit and he comes in when he feels comfortable doing it. Yeah. And like, that's her job. Like this isn't like, I mean, it's part of our like job I guess but this is more of a passion project where that's like her career right so I think that um like for her to do that and like to know and respect his boundaries I think is just so amazing and then him doing the engagement and like filming it and things like that it was like tying in yeah it was like he took her and like her passion and her interest and tied it in by having like someone film it and things like that and and yeah I thought that was yeah. I, well, I and she, she made a note though, that she almost didn't share her engagement video mm-hmm. because she wanted it to just be for them. And then he was like, this is your job. Like you should share it. And yeah. like, was very like supportive of it. But, um, I think that it's also like the more pressure you put on that significant other to like be in like your Instagram pictures or like on, like, I was really bad at this for a long time. And like, <laughs> I look back at the pictures because I was doing like an MLM and they're like, you have to share every piece of your life. And like, I forced John into that kind of stuff and yeah. he hated it. And yeah. you can just see in his face, like, just like the not wanting to be part of it. And like, it's, I think it can affect your relationship really poorly oh, when you do force it on them. So I like that the way that you said it and like, just set, like putting that message out to people, especially because we have a lot of younger listeners mm-hmm. who like may just, and social media is going to continue building, you know, yeah, definitely. that's always going to be there platform, but we're going to continue having different social medias. Yeah. So it's like nice to hear that, like you can have that separation and like respect their boundaries and yeah. things like that. Yeah. I think boundaries are just important. Like set those boundaries with your partner. Yeah. Um, one last like relationship question. You guys are engaged now. Yes, Yay. I'm so excited about it. <laughs> um, have you guys started planning any like thing on the horizon that like you guys are thinking about or are you kind of just like kind of waiting for like quarantine and all that stuff to finish up? Um, we're mostly waiting. Like we haven't really talked about it. Like I, I think I want like a fall or a winter wedding, but um you know, that's, that's really about it, but like no days is set or anything like that. Um, 
you know, we've thought about, so my brother and his wife got married at my sister-in-law's family, her parents' barn. And so then they had like a reception at like a place. And so, you know, we've definitely talked about doing that, like a smaller type of wedding. You got so dark, Mary. I know. Um, I don't know what just happened. Sorry about that. So um, having like a smaller wedding, more of like a barn style. Um, and then, you know, obviously reception, having some more people, because obviously there are people I want to see um, and things like that. But mm -hmm. I think, you know, that's kind of what we've talked about. And other than that, though, like no real specifics have been set. The only thing I know of is my hairstyle, um, which <laughs> everyone makes fun of me for. So for those of you who I'm sure if you listen, you maybe you follow the Instagram. I have very long hair. I'm growing mm -hmm. it a little bit longer because I want very like long, loose waves and then um, almost like a crown, but it's going to be like a braid going back. I love that. Um, and I would love to put like flowers or something in them in my hair too. But um, so that's really the only thing I planned other than I asked my friend Amanda to be my maid of honor. Um, Yay. And really that's, that's it. She is all she, her and Brandon are obsessed with each other and they're best friends. And so she's like, Oh, Brandon, if you don't want to come to the wedding, I'll just hold a, an iPad up next to Holly. We'll put <laughs> you in like a, a tuxedo t-shirt. So it looks like you're dressed up. And I'm like, no, no, he has <laughs> to be there. Yeah. So don't give she, him this out. Yeah, she's, she's all about like, no, it's fine. I'll stand up next to her. Um, so obviously <laughs> best, best friend ever here. Um, but yeah, that's really, it's just with everything you know with COVID and things like that it's just like I don't want to set a date to cancel it um mm -hmm. and like obviously the the shots are coming out but like neither of us have ours mm -hmm. and I don't even know how we feel about them yeah. and it's Which so it's fair like, yeah and so it's like yes I, I want my goal is to set a date by the end of this year mm -hmm. but I just don't know what that's gonna look like yeah I love that so um that's where I'm at. <laughs> I also think that it's like I mean, John and I have been engaged for freaking ever, but like we had a very long engagement even prior to having to cancel our wedding and things like that. So I think that like having the long engagement kind of is like a honeymoon stage that you're never going to get back. Yeah. So I think that like enjoying that instead of like rushing the process. And like you said, like you guys are so close and like growing together and like learning so much about each other, like during these unprecedented times that it's like, just like soak that in type yeah. of thing. Yeah. Whereas I'm like, <laughs> tick 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 let's go <laughs> yeah I mean I think it helps my brother I mean my brother proposed to his um now wife when he was a senior in high school so they had a long engagement because they went through college and so they yeah. had you know he went through his master's before they got married so it was like they had like a six-year seven-year engage you know engagement mm -hmm. so it's like because I think I I saw that it's like it doesn't really bother me to have a longer engagement whereas like my parents had like a two-week engagement or something I don't know how he wasn't long <laughs> um it was it was like six months or something like like that but yeah like I feel like if I grew up around that and just everyone and maybe I would be able to feel a little bit more rushed um mm -hmm. obviously minus what's going on in the world in general but yeah it's like because it was like my, obviously my brother was so young at the time but I think that seeing him and Jen do that I'm like okay well and not that I want a seven-year engagement but like no yeah it's not bad if it's a year no a year and a half or two years you know something like that yeah no for sure I love that yeah well as we uh kind of wrap things up because I feel like I've been going off on tangents with you um okay. what is on the horizon like what's going on that you want people to know about um anything that we didn't touch upon that you want people to know about you um in terms of on the horizon so definitely have some meditations planned I'm actually going to be recording a new one today um so it's a walking meditation it'll be yes. released this week it's um, what I'm waiting for <laughs> so yeah it will actually go live 
tomorrow on Monday. So when this episode goes live on April 19th, it'll also be live on my website. Um, and we should put that in the show notes, please. Yes. My <laughs> website's always down below, but I'll put a direct link to the meditation. Um, but you can find all my meditations on my site as well. Um, so that's coming up. I also have some other ones that I have planned for later this year. So kind of connecting back to the meditations and releasing more of those. Um, but then the other thing that I'm really kind of focusing on for myself is just getting back into my spirituality, spirituality practice, um, and doing some more channeling. Um, I used to channel a lot and this is something we haven't really talked about. Um, but there is a ninth dimension collection, collection, collective, um, called the Pleiadians. They're technically what someone consider as like an alien race. Um, but essentially they are a being of light and love. Um, and, if you're interested, obviously you can feel free to reach out to me. If you're interested in more, I can go in more in depth about mm-hmm. the Pleiadians, but um, they are someone who I channeled before and it's not something that is always the easiest. Um, sometimes, you know, they, they won't open up to you unless it's, it's, it's right. Um, mm-hmm. And so they've shared a lot of different messages of just love and light and um, messages that I've shared before. And it, a lot of times when I have like a big spirituality thing coming or I've been at retreats, the Palladians always show up mm-hmm. for me. Um, and so I haven't channeled them in a while, like a year and a half, two years. And so really getting back to that and just opening mm-hmm. myself up to be more of a vessel um, to communicate with others is what my focus is. I love that. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you. I feel like, <laughs> like I said, I mean, I've known you for so many years and I just feel like this is the most like, confident and comfortable and like really reaching for your goals that I've seen you know what I mean yeah and like obviously there was obstacles with jobs and things like that but like I think that right now is like the most like holly I have seen like coming through Through. you know yeah definitely yeah Yeah. I agree with that so I love it well (laughs) was there anything else that you wanted to say to our listeners that you want them to know about you like Holly said we'll put everything in the show notes I'm so excited for your walking meditation I've been waiting for you to do this forever (laughs) Yeah, no, I mean, I feel like I want to do more episodes about like different spiritual topics. So mm-hmm. if you guys have something you want me to focus on or things like that, like I would be very open to hearing that. I've definitely thought about doing a solo episode, just talking mm-hmm. more about like the chakras and the chakra system and kind of just being a more informative type of episode. Um, yeah. So if that's something you guys would be interested in, obviously let me know about that as well. But I mean, I'm interested, but <laughs> for the people. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, I think that I don't necessarily want to touch on any of those topics today because I know that we've been recording for a little while and I don't need to make this longer because <laughs> that is not a short explanation of a thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, I just want to continue to talk about these topics and talk about spirituality and stuff like that on the podcast. I know um, I have a few people in mind that I have reached out to or am reaching out to that are definitely more on this scale. And so I cannot wait to start booking some of these people because I want this conversation to open up to some of you guys who are not as familiar with um, these things. And that way you can see, you know, hear about different tools. And that way you can see, does this tool work for me? Is this something I want my toolkit? So Yeah. yeah, I'm just kind of excited for that. I love that. I have also started opening up my mind to spirituality. I started wearing, you gave me a necklace forever ago mm-hmm. and I need to send you a picture of it because I don't remember what crystal it is. So I'm going to send it to you so that you can tell me what it is. Um, but I started wearing that a lot more often. Um, I'm obviously not wearing it now because I was sleeping, but I don't wear it to that. Um, but I think that it's, it's nice to 
even if you aren't into this kind of stuff, like it is so interesting. And like, I think that like you've opened up my mind to it and like different aspects of it. And I don't know if I'll ever be like full woo woo, but like, I definitely have taken pieces from it. And I think that you said that in the beginning of this episode, it's so amazing to be able to pull things that work for you and like pull those into your life and kind of lean into them. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So I guess I'm wrapping this up (laughs) as we wrap this up. um, Holly, can you tell them where we can, they can find us? Yeah. So if you guys have uh, anything that you want to share with us or tell us to cover, you can find us on Instagram over at getfittywithitpod, or you can always email us at getfittywithitpod at gmail.com. And we've been getting a lot of like emails and messages lately. So keep them coming. We've been loving hearing from you guys and hearing about your stories and your journeys. And a lot of our, uh, interviews coming up are some people who have reached out so definitely keep coming our way we'd love to hear your story and share it um but otherwise and then have a beautiful um, oh oh sorry I was just gonna say and if you think this this episode would resonate with anyone that you know make sure you share it with a friend that's how we're going to continue to grow um as well as just make sure you are following or subscribing whatever platform you're using um and if you can leave a review because reviews are really how we're going to get noticed and continue to get noticed Mm -hmm. to grow and be able to provide more just really cool interviews and, and and areas of topics for you guys yes absolutely and like Holly said we love that you guys share our stuff so with that keep sharing that keep sharing so with that it's a beautiful day to be live have a beautiful Monday if you're listening to this on Monday and if you're not have just a beautiful day bye (laughs) I was waiting for the bye